0: New Zealand Tech Podcast, the voice of the tech community Proudly supported by Umbrella Connect Greetings and welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast Good to be back again Uh, Today we have Stephen Phillips from Sneak joining us How are you Stephen?
1: Doing very well Paul, Uh, rest and relaxed Uh, Looking forward to what the year has for us
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, we're we're (laughs) a pretty interesting start. There's boy, so many things going on in the world of uh, world of technology. Some um, really cool local, you know, New Zealand uh, news that would be good to uh, to delve a little bit into. And then there are things on a global basis. So we want to delve into a little bit of the cybersecurity sort of landscape for uh, for 2022. That's uh, very much your world, so uh, keen to delve into that. but a uh, whole lot of other things, and um, a pretty interesting uh, NFT story for uh, for for those that are um, well, whether you're curious or not. I think this 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 one is uh, is um, pretty pretty fascinating. I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah it's uh, something I think we should get our children into because it looks like as. It's the future. It's the future.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, uh yeah. No, it's uh it's it's very 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 interesting uh space. So, um look, there's there's um one story that I wanted to get into to start with and uh this was from um um uh Henry Burrell, who's uh, who works with uh, Business Desk and was was on the show uh, with us just uh, j- you know just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he has has covered off um, or done a little article about a um, a startup that happens to involve a Kiwi and is uh, is involved in the world of uh, autonomous uh, autonomous vehicles, and uh, look. Uh, regular listeners will uh, will know uh, this is this is certainly an area that uh, that interests me. So uh, they've uh, they've raised uh, two hundred ninety four million um, uh, in 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 capital. So uh, um, yeah, this is a, a, a pretty interesting uh, project. Um, the, uh, the The company uh, is called um, Wave. And um, yeah, Alex uh, Kendall, uh, their CEO is, uh, is a Kiwi, so it's it's pretty cool to see these sorts of things going on with uh, you know New Zealanders doing smart things all around the world.
1: Yeah, and was was his the technology that didn't rely on um, the lidars and things? It was um, doing it off standard cameras and the likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and using so, software. Yeah,
0: yeah there's, there seem to be a f- you know a few players that are uh, uh, that are that are doing that, but yeah they just raised around um uh 200 million you know us so um yeah they referred to it as 294 million i guess in, in new zealand uh dollars and yeah look i you know i'm, I'm really uh you know i was very fascinated by by the space as as we've kind of Yep. Uh, watched it for a number of years we we learned that it's getting closer but we' never 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 quite a hundred percent there yeah. uh, but uh, what, you know one one day we will be at that uh you know at that point and there will be some interim you know interim stages where the the technology you know either just makes such a difference from a safety perspective for for yep. normal drivers uh, or we start seeing you know more widespread varying sort of services that operate and, and we you know see we, we see aspects of this technology and in, in use around the world but um, that's a, a really sizable sort of investment yeah. uh, to get which says to me this is a this is a pretty serious yeah, there's, um, serious company
1: it's got to, got to be something happening there because you know if, if you can sort of get the same outcome from commodity hardware you know with edge computing actually in your car as opposed to tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars worth worth of kit, it's going to make uh, cars available autonomously at different segments of the market, which is going to make a difference. So I can see why there's a lot of uh, interest, right? Because this could give some of the other car manufacturers the ability to actually break into the head start that Tesla's got. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And I mean, there's obviously a lot of debate around what Tesla are doing and their approach and making their... Their their owners, beta testers, which you know, I guess, a, a, an owner has to, yeah. you know, you pay for the privilege of their their so called FSD, yeah. um, you know, c- computer and and um, and and either you know subscription or, or or outright purchase when you know actually it's uh, you know, yeah. uh, it's only part way through the journey in terms of being able to uh, yeah. being able to deliver. And one of the one of the discussions I you know who had recently actually was around well, will this just be something that's just it's just free, right? It's just part and parcel of a car, and you've got to imagine that will be the case at some point in time. But how yeah. long does it take to get there? And when you've you know you've got a company, Lightwave, uh, for instance. Developing this technology, they're going to want a reasonable sort of payback. Correct. And there's a level yeah. of obviously the hard, you know, the hardware, the the cameras, and and um, yeah. you know the computing power to uh, uh, to do this. So you know it does it does seem in the in the earlier years there's going to be a you know a premium for this, but you can yeah, imagine it'll commoditize it, at the time. It, it, it ultimately, it's just part of it'll be just part of having a car, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's where yeah. it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a great opportunity.
0: Um, so yeah, we'll look forward to seeing how uh, how that one um, develops. They've got um, they've got 120 people, so yeah, that's not huge in the in the scheme of things. No. So to be raising the sort of funds they've got, I think um, uh, they must be doing some pretty smart stuff. So <laughs> absolutely, yeah, will be will be really on. fun to. Uh, uh, to watch and uh definitely great to see uh see uh, you know kiwi at the uh at the forefront um there uh one other thing we've had um last week was um land in uh, in Southland that we've uh you know we've heard about for you know um basically a a really big data center uh being established in in Southland um has now been uh, been purchased um you know reports of it effectively being a billion dollar plus uh, project to uh, to be able to put these uh, these data center or a big data center that uh, then i guess gets sliced and diced up between you know varying varying firms um, um have you got a feel for who you know who might do this I mean we 've heard the discussion around well this you know from a business continuity and and um, you know a, I guess a sort of a, a perspective of of lowering risk um, for Australian firms you know Southland, mm-hmm. especially if we get some new fiber that uh, connect and they 're talking about uh, a connection between um, South America I think it's argentina and uh, mm-hmm. um, or Chile and um, and Australia, they could come across and and you know just happen to uh, um, reach into into Southland, so it provides another connection, and uh, you know provides a um, a, a kind of a, I guess a, a, you know some sort of fallback or or, or offshore uh, backup location for uh, Australian data centres, yeah. and you know of course we, we're seeing uh, Microsoft and and AWS putting some you know. Yeah. Uh, data centres in, in Auckland, so it, it could be quite an attractive option to a number of players, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. it was only a couple of years ago that um, having a New Zealand sort of hyperscale data centre wasn't even on the cards, so there's, there's definitely quite a lot changing. And if you look at what's uh, you know, just happened with Tonga, uh, you can see how important um, resilience of these uh, these fibre cables and all is. Uh, so have, well, it's, having, not, it's not as though
0: Auckland is yeah. anywhere near volcanoes, though. Come on. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so I, th- I think the more resilience, the better. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, even the government reached out basically to to Elon to say, "Um, hey, can you can you move your Starlink sort of over towards Tonga, please?" And uh, he says, "It's not quite that easy."
0: That's right. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. was a, the the opposition. Um, yeah, jumped in with with a uh, a message there, and um, yeah, Elon was sort of saying, "Well." possibly if there's, if there's really enough need and um yeah uh, it's a um a pretty challenging situation for, uh, for for Tonga yeah and I you know delved in a, a little bit because they had their outage yeah 3 years ago yep. uh, early, virtually virtually to the to the week anyway hmm. um in late January you know 2019 where they had a cable break and it, it yeah. wasn't a volcano uh, and Pacific, uh, who you know we've talked about many times on on the New Zealand Tech podcast, um, you know came to their aid and, and helped them out. And uh, apparently, the Tonga government sort of you know inked a, a bit of a fifteen year uh, a deal with them, and uh, and then, yeah. then Tonga uh, reneged on it. So, uh, yeah. um, so this maybe things a bit more challenging than what they uh, than what they had to be
1: yeah and I, and I think a lot of our you know the southern cross cables all those types of things they're all coming in on i think the eastern seaboard so you know if if you do have a large sort of tidal event or something and all sort of in there you potentially do uh, affect both of the landfalls so ha- having having additional exit so. <laughs> having additional link links back yes. and back up um, you know the main trunk
0: absolutely a- absolutely the, the, the more the merrier, and uh, we've come a long way in recent years haven't we there's uh, Yep. you know we 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 had really just southern cross mm-hmm. uh cable network which yeah. you know which which gave us two you know two connections um but uh, now we're how do we got with there's sort of th- you know three main connections to the outside world yep. in terms of um uh, vendors um and but you know yeah mo- largely yep. uh, around around the auckland um area so yeah, Southland would be very, very good uh, from from that perspective. And yeah, when when crazy things happen in the world, which yeah, yeah. hopefully New Zealand's reasonably neutral and nobody cares about us, but yep. when they do in some parts of the world, sometimes uh, connectivity can get uh, disrupted, and and you know that these sorts of things have have happened. Absolutely, in the past. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. The other New Zealand story, and this was neat because I got to be involved in this uh, last week. Um, our team's been doing some um, some media and production work with uh, non non fungible labs. So we did a we did a podcast. We've done, uh, I'm not sure, at least one podcast, uh, and it must must be must must be more than that. Um, with uh with them and and I guess looking back a bit further with with centrality um and anyway um you know we've been we've been helping them on some of the the content they've been uh, putting out there and the story goes if I've got it roughly um joined up that um with their project uh, Fluff World, which were their non fungible tokens, their NFTs, their uh, you know, digital collectible um, artwork of of which they minted uh, ten thousand uh, variations, going back uh, must be in the direction of six months now. Mm-hmm. Um, that project, they uh, they've decided to not just be sort of inwardly looking and you know so on, but to look at at how they can contribute. Um, Beyond their own uh, project, and so they made a hundred thousand uh, dollar donation to Auckland City Mission um, at the end of last year. Um, oh, yep, hundred thousand dollars. That sounds that sounds pretty cool. Um, then they got invited to go into Auckland City Mission to you know meet the team and learn a little bit more about some of the things that were going on. Um, and uh, it seems a, a sort of a almost off the cuff decision was made to do a little online auction to, to raise a, a little bit more to help in, in the great work that they do. And so uh, last Thursday, we ended up um, helping with a, a little stream to, um, uh, I guess it was almost a, a, a online um, sort of 1980s telethon, you know, modernised. And so there's this on online um, session where – this, uh, uh, well, yeah, auction was uh, was promoted uh, for selling these NFTs, and so um, non-fungible labs and uh, the, uh, donated seven of their Fluff World uh, NFTs, and I think they they averaged um I know, roughly thirty Ethereum tokens per per NFT. I think the total uh, the auction was two hundred and twenty. Uh, Ethereum tokens uh which at that stage were worth about 5000 uh, New Zealand dollars apiece. so um yeah there was there was over a million dollars was raised in this uh off the cuff uh, um really? auction now Ethereum move, moves up and up and down a um a little bit and it's gone down in the last few days but uh um yeah a very nice uh, a very nice result for uh uh you know for charity here locally in New Zealand and it's really cool to see, you know, the way, uh, you know, a new um, creative and technology project um, mm-hmm. has been able to uh, invest, you know, back into uh, into helping uh, yeah. New Zealanders in need. So. Yeah, that's it's
1: a great story. Yeah.
0: Um, now we've had a, a link here to um, now Aussie uh, Osborne's uh, NFT project. And look as as we move into this uh new world of um and I guess it's not you know, not super new, but um when we when we, we talk about uh cryptocurrencies and yep. uh uh in NFTs, um this stuff is fairly new to, to the you know, to most people mm-hmm. and getting getting used to some aspects of, of this technology um can be a challenge, and also, as we know, and we'll talk later about more cyber security things. Um, there are a lot of cyber security risks in the world, and look, if you uh, you know if you have an issue with a, a transaction on your credit card that goes wrong, you can usually call the bank and, and get a little bit of help. Yes. Um, now, where things are decentralised and there is no sort of central bank that you can go to for help or a, a Visa or Mastercard, um, then you can get. Uh, um, you know, you can potentially get quite burnt, and this is what we heard around uh, Ozzy Osborne's NFT project, where um, a scam link was was shared, and uh, and basically followers got uh, um, got burnt um, to um, uh, what sounded like you know ten, tens of thousands of dollars, or the 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 equivalent of um, in in Ethereum. Um, so um, yeah not a not a not an ideal uh, no. c- scenario
1: yeah well a, a lot of these new sort of you know, cryptography based services um, aren 't yet regulated, so they don 't have all of the all of the controls that a regulated entity like a bank or even a neo bank mm. would actually mm. have so yeah, it's it's certainly a time to be very wary of the, of these things and look for all of the you know the normal sort of hallmarks of a scam like you know pressure to act now um, some sometimes um you know poor poor grammar grammar and language and uh looking to make sure that uh, uh you know the link that you're going to is actually you know got the green padlock uh, and, and not just going to sort of any old website around the world.
0: Yeah, yeah and that it's it is the legitimate uh URL and um you know what what we saw uh here was that uh there was a a domain name uh change and if I've got the I've got the the right one, um that uh that that change of domain name was what uh um or URL is what you know caused uh caused the issue. So um you know there had been legitimate uh tweets promoting a particular URL and then that URL uh, changed. changed somebody took over uh the old one and and, and yeah. took advantage of it and so uh yeah these these things are um yeah need need a lot of lot of expertise now um another one i saw um there was one that came up last week um and so Oh what what so what we learnt around um the one for for CryptoBats, which was the name of the one Ozzy Osborne was involved in, um, is this thing went on for you know quite a period of time. And even people that had got burnt were, you know, messaging um, uh, the the team uh behind CryptoBats and they weren't able to actually bring about a change so this thing kept on for uh for ages yeah. um there was uh, uh, someone who who tried to um, um, send a, a dodgy link for um um uh, fluff world thing in a Discord, but it was picked up, you know, very very quickly within within moments, and I'm not sure there was, yeah. you know, any any harm caused to anybody. So you've kind of got these two, you know, levels. You have some people that are really really switched All on, time. and yep. you know they they you know um, have a really good sort of cyber team, you know, looking at things and monitoring things, and yeah. then you can have yeah you know, other people. <laughs> Uh, obviously, just you know, um, a, a little bit sort of maybe fly by night in terms of in terms of their approach because yeah, you know, we've talked about it many times before. Uh, nobody can be hundred percent safe from a you know a cyber perspective, right? But Correct. Um, you know, you've you've got to be awake yeah. and uh, and really really careful about these things.
1: Yeah. And the process for doing you know takedowns of um, you know malicious sort of content that is up on a um, social media sort of platform. There's actually quite a bit um involved in doing doing a takedown. You've got to have reasonable evidence before they'll um, you know the d- domain provider will actually let you sort of mm. Uh, mm. sort of disable things and quite often you actually have to get through the social uh, the media platforms um, uh, probably you know, abuse sort of um sort of uh, Backlogs uh, before you actually can get them to actually take the content down, uh, referring to the bad stuff.
0: Yeah, well, so. I think in this case the crypto bets one it was. I mean, it was their own official tweets? They just oh, so they just had to delete their own own tweet because they tweeted one URL, yep. and then they changed it, right? Yeah. And they didn't, you know, they didn't, did so didn't,
1: didn't check it. Uh, yeah, wow. I
0: mean, um, I oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a scenario you know we've seen in varying forms before, yeah, but not linked to where you Know if somebody clicks on that could be out for a, yeah. la- a large sum of money, uh, gener- generally speaking. So, uh, whereas in this case, uh, yeah, yeah a, a large uh financial consequence of, of not dealing with it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think the the the, the professionalism of, of some uh entities within this world of you know yep. NFT and, and crypto is yeah. going to be quite different from others. So, I think that's going to be are going to be part of the picture going forward in terms of how much confidence have you got um, part yeah. of that with nfts seems to be um, you know who 's on their team what have they done before yeah. have Trust. they got a roadmap for what they 're doing or are they just dropping something out there and hoping it works yeah. Whereas, you know the the, the and uh, you know it's uh um interesting to see those that are really you know active and and doing well longer term mm-hmm. tend to have a a roadmap and all sorts of partnerships going going on. So, you know, the yeah. things that the fluff world uh, folks were up to last week, they had, uh, you know, they're working with Snoop Dogg, so they're working with all these sorts of partners, uh, you know, around around the world. Um, and you know, obviously, um, the uh, the the NFT project that um, uh, the the Bats one. Um, yeah, you would think that. Uh, you're working with somebody reasonably high profile, like Osborne. You'd uh, you'd have your have your act together, but it doesn't necessarily. It's yeah. not always necessarily the
1: case. Right? The whole ecosystem's got to be there, right? Not not, yeah,
0: yeah. So we've, we've got an interesting interesting journey ahead on that front. Uh, yeah. Now, five um, G grounding planes in uh, in the US is uh, this one I've, I've found quite uh, quite fascinating because. <laughs> Yeah, just it just seems nuts that the um, you know, authorities in the in the us will give out spectrum and then on the the flip side you've got airlines saying well, if you're going to use that spectrum we're we're not going to land it at your airports and so we had emirates and um and others coming in and saying, sorry, we're going to cancel all these flights um, wow. because of the new five g uh, that's uh, that's rolling out, and um, you know, with with five uh, G, uh, we're we're seeing you know new uh, bands being 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 used. Yep. Um, that um, I guess it's turned out are quite close um, to the um, the radio bands that have been used in relation to alt- altimeters um, or altometers depending on how you how you say it. Um, yep. And yeah, that's that sort of seems to be the issue. So they seem to be working through it. It seems like the uh, uh, the carriers and the, and the US are are now starting to sort of step back from having to offer this or from offering the service too close to the airports. And then yeah. um, you know, hopefully they uh, they get that right. And let's uh, let's guinea pig it in in America, uh, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we we get through it. But I mean, it does seem as though you know from an outside perspective. Uh, that there's you know there, there's um there's not a you know a direct overlap there is a um a gap in between the the spectrum used by the uh altimeters and the you know spectrum used um this part of fi- the five 5G uh communications which is different to what we're using in New Zealand by the way so um yeah, not something we would we would expect to be you know um, yeah, well, uh, needing to deal with here in the in the short term at least yeah.
1: Well, America appears to be doing a major sort of refit on a lot of their uh, traffic control technologies and the likes, and, and this is possibly you know, part of that refresh. And the aerospace companies sort of and the, and the telcos basically haven't got together to do the integration testing enough yet.
0: Yeah, uh, not not. We certainly don't want planes falling out of the air, which is is not what would likely happen. But if you had the wrong, you know. Yeah. Data and you're trying to land a plane, and it says you're, yeah, you know, 50 meters up, and you're actually two meters up or something. Then uh, that's that's yeah. going to be a problem.
1: So. so we we have to get all of this 5G working because I remember when they first launched it, sort of over in uh, Spain, it sort of. Uh, I, I do remember them saying, oh, this is going to become critical, basically for autonomous cars and all those types of things." And the and the cell handoffs and everything had to be absolutely right. The latency had to be right. So, yeah um 5G is going to be an important thing so maybe maybe we just turn the planes off for a while
0: <laughs> let's try that stupid uh now other you know other headline and there just seems to be a lot around um NFTs maybe it's because i you know been been looking at um, at what non fungible labs are, are doing, and, and and just to give a little bit of an idea of the the scale of this stuff, um, you know, we talk about our big startups, you know, Zero and Pushpay and Orion and so on. Um, I did a calculation the other day, and these these numbers sort of move move around, uh, uh, you know, a lot, um, so they're quite mm-hmm. volatile. Um, but a quick sort of back of the envelope. Um, uh, calculation and for for non fungible labs for their fluff world NFTs. So there's about 10,000 10, of them. Mm. Um, they they got up to about thirty thousand dollars each. So if mm. you do a quick calculation, there you've got a three hundred million dollar market cap. And there's, there's you know there's not too much being discussed around uh, around this stuff. And you know, of course they've they've got um, they've got other NFTs as as well. So um, yeah, there's 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 a there's a lot of business being done here, and the, yeah, the turnover yeah. across their different NFTs is, you know, well well over a you know well over a hundred uh, you know million so far in terms of, um you know the the, the, the trading and with NFTs, uh, what tends to happen is if they change hands, there's a you know built into the smart contract as a percentage goes back to the original project. So you know you say a hundred million dollars traded, well. Uh, I think with with Fluff World then 5% of that goes back into the project so you know those funds are you know continue to continue to uh, oh. uh to flow so um it's it's pretty pretty interesting um space to watch but the the headline was that I read was around Facebook and Instagram um apparently uh exploring plans to uh make showcase and sell NFTs and you know at the moment it's a a pretty small percentage of the population that have uh, probably ever, you know, purchased or traded a, yeah. uh, an NFT. So this is a thing that could really you yeah. know, turn it on its head and mainstream it.
1: Absolutely. If you've got the big players that are hooking in, but... You know, even three hundred million increase in value in the New Zealand tech sector that's significant because you know the sector at the moment is growing by a couple of billion a year mm. um, Add another three hundred million on on this and if, if that gets bigger it's it's quite significant for the New Zealand economy
0: it really is yeah yeah, yeah. so um, yeah really really pleasing to see this sort mm. of mainstreaming of it um, you know will be fascinating to watch in terms of you know and and of course yeah you know Facebook they've renamed themselves to Meta, so we expect some activity mm-hmm. um I think this report had come through from you know the Financial Times, so you know reasonably uh you know credible um type of type of source and yeah uh, you know, we certainly expected something to happen, but uh i'm not not sure as expecting anything you know super super soon so um yeah so we'll we'll uh, we'll see see how that plays out anyway so uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um now oh, so many things to uh to talk about. Uh Microsoft acquiring Activision, um sixty nine billion US dollars. So we're talking, you know, a hundred billion dollar you know, or north of yeah. that in, in New Zealand dollars. It's an incredible sum. Um and um I mean yeah, so many things that we could we could delve into on how that will play out and I think you know, there's going to be some waiting, and whether the deal gets approved and so on. Um, but uh, you know, clearly, Sony investors were uh, you know were not too pleased about it because uh, you know just uh, Activision obviously have um, yeah, some less games on their platform, some some, some pretty key uh, some pretty key games titles, yeah. Um, and uh, and so the future for uh, for Sony could be really dented. So. Uh, nearly twenty percent of uh of Sony's uh value um, you know, has been has been wiped out since this deal. Um, you know, I think they, they've they dropped from roughly hundred and thirty billion US, US dollars and, and these things are usually in in yen. Um but uh have yeah, it's dropped by about twenty billion um yeah US dollars. It's I mean, it's a phenomenal amount to be yeah. To be wiped wiped off,
1: um, just shows you the power of actually, um, you know, game titles sort of in the in the world now. You know, you used to be movies, but uh, games basically are the are the new gold.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is just it is such a such a profitable space, and um, yeah, it's it's still going to be pretty interesting. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of data yet around how many of these these next gen uh, you know consoles um, you know how how they're selling um, it does seem as though the, um, the you know the the biggest sort of pressures where where um, you know, I guess you could call it sort of scalping almost where people have been buying up oh, the uh, PS consoles and, yeah. it seems to be leaning towards the ps5 rather than the Xbox series yeah. series X. Um, although there's, there's been a, a little bit of that on the Xbox side, but it, yeah. it seems as though the, the silliest prices have been on the, the PlayStation yeah. uh, side. But uh, this could really sort of tilt the balance. I
1: it think probably for the, the next gen past the you know the PS5, um, mm. this moves maybe a number of the titles back towards the Microsoft sort of uh, uh, favour for their for, for their next platform release. Mm, mm
0: so we've got uh, we've got some interesting years uh, uh, years ahead, put it that way um, and yeah I th- you know I think the way that um, uh, you know Microsoft have been operating with their uh, Xbox you know game pass where you know you pay this sort of Netflix style yeah. subscription for for gaming yeah. um, you know of course, the more titles that they can uh, yeah. uh, you know they can control that it gives them a, a lot more. Yeah. A lot more flexibility, cool. and you know, Sony have said in the past that they, um, yeah, you know, make comments down the track of, well, you know, we we can't afford to offer that type of subscription yet. Yet Microsoft are, and and it's continuing to to work out, you know, pretty well for them. Uh, you know, even if they they haven't had the most uh, consoles out there.
1: Yeah. yeah uh,
0: so yeah, I think I think we've got, uh, yeah, very. Uh, very fascinating times in terms of how it how it plays out. Um, Intel working on a uh, a Bitcoin mining chip, and of course, there's there's been a fair bit of news around uh, around Intel, hasn't there? There's uh, yep, a lot bro. of activity. Twenty billion dollars going into uh, a new factory for uh, Intel as well. Which uh, you know, if that uh, yeah. that goes ahead, that's going to be um, you know, reportedly the, the largest sort of you know, chip factory uh, in the world and it'll be uh, US-based.
1: Yeah. Well, they've brought back basically uh, one, one of the people that was sort of responsible for their prior success and uh, appears to have sort of over, overcome um, a, a lot of the you know, stagnation that was happening there. So they appear to be playing, uh, playing to win again.
0: Yeah, well, I th- I mean I think yeah, we we we're going to have to give it some 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 time, but uh yeah, there there does seem to be an increasing amount of uh, you know, confidence on on Intel certainly internally. Yeah. Uh, you know, from from the top down there they they they're showing a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um and uh whether they're showing too much confidence or uh whether whether they're getting it about about right. Um, yeah, I guess it's going to take a little bit of a little bit of time to uh, to see but uh, I, you know I think it's uh, it's 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 encouraging to uh, to see there being good you know competition within uh, uh, within the microchip uh, market um, been a bit of coverage around um, the uh, the news from from Google that uh, they they're finally sort of gonna I uh, don't know what the, the you say clamp down on the, those that took advantage of uh, what used to be Google Apps in the day back in the day. Uh, a lot of headlines calling it uh, Google Suite, um, um, but uh, these days uh, it's Google Workplace. Uh, the but uh, in the early days you could you know you could pick up a, a level of access for free, and yeah. you got in at the right time. It seemed as though that was going to be free forever, but. Uh, uh, free lunches don't always last forever, and uh, uh, they're uh, they're cutting that off. And it's been quite fascinating having a look through a lot of the online uh, discussions, the, the the likes of Zone and so on, and uh, you know yeah. just seeing the the direction that that um, you know folks are, folks are leaning. Yeah, um, and well, yeah, yeah. seem to be quite a bunch of people that are saying, "Oh, we we we're going to go Microsoft, or we're going to do this or that," and you know, yeah. varying other sort of you know yeah. free or, or, or low cost um, options. But people seem quite upset with Google o- over this one.
1: Yeah, well, I'm 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 certainly getting uh, getting uh, urged to actually. Uh, move to a pay, paid subscription because my okay, my gmail's sort of yeah. uh, right on the on the on the verge of being too big. And, oh yeah, uh, Gmail. right, yeah, right. But, uh, losing my Google uh, Sheets would be terrible. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to have to look into this.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's I mean it's an interesting one. I I would think that it'll, you know work out reason reasonably well for you know for for Google because. Like you're on an ecosystem and you're and you're asked to pay a little bit of money each year it's it's not you know not a it's not a um you know it's not a a, a crazy sum although you know both Google and Microsoft have been putting up their their prices in recent years um yeah. more so on the Google side though it, it it's felt as though um you know Google have been trying to squeeze their their user base a little bit more maybe uh maybe Microsoft are you uh, a, a move a little bit more uh more, yeah. more gently on that uh, on that front.
1: Well, the, the Microsoft entry is somewhere around 130 kiwi a year, um, if, I, if I remember the thing. And, and I'm not paying Google any money at the moment, so yeah. may, maybe that does need some uh, redress. Yeah. So
0: um, yeah, but uh, if you are in that in that position, then uh, yeah, you're probably going to need to. To make a decision at some stage in the yeah. in the not too distant future if you're on one of those uh, one of those yeah. those older accounts um, now we wanted to delve a little bit before we uh, before we finish up a, a little bit around the um, the security landscape yeah um, as as someone that's worked in that space for for, for many years and um, you know obviously an area I'm involved in as well um, you know, it's I think an area both of us are, are quite passionate about seeing New yep. Zealand organisations on the safer side than uh, yep. they probably what they off, often uh, you know have been, and in many cases the, the position that they're in at the moment, which isn't isn't always the best. Um, what are the what are the things that are that are coming up for you? And you're also speaking at a um cyber security conference in the next uh, next couple of weeks or so
1: yeah uh, the new zealand uh, cyber resilience summit um, on the eighth uh, of uh, february so oh, fantastic yeah there's um some really really interesting things sort of starting to um, sort of happen in that sort of space so um, you know,
0: we we've had um you know news about Ukraine being mm-hmm. you know under yeah. attack or there, there being troops along yeah. the border. Mm-hmm. Um but of course there's some there's some stuff going on that's been going on in country, in yeah. Electronic sense in terms of actual uh, cyber attack, yeah. On that front as well, hasn't there?
1: Yeah, this, this is mostly what's called influence uh, operations at the moment. So they're you know, just just trying to put fear and uncertainty into the into the population. So this this first round was mostly looking at you know website defacement of mm-hmm. government sites uh, to try and um, you know remove the credibility of the of of the government and the, and the likes. Um, Make 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 the population sort of uh, fearful, but it was also part of you know the posturing uh, with um, uh, the the US sort of and uh, Russian sort of uh, conversation. So it, it happened a, a ahead of that. But yes, uh, yes. there's. Um, you know these nation states sort of getting into 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 this have got some really you know serious uh, capabilities these days that you know even if you go back a number of years ago you know the, the non picture sort of um, attacks basically on the That's Ukraine right. uh, took the yeah. power supply out and all those types of things so and
0: yeah, had a big flow on yeah. globally in the end right
1: yeah correct um, so and of
0: course Australia's yep. had you know had some pressure from a you know a nation state putting some. Yep. some some pressure on them um you know many ways we we've, we've been quite lucky as yep. a country that we haven't had you know quite the same yeah. quite the same pressure and and um yeah it would be int- interesting to look into how 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 differently we're prepared to uh you know to Australia where they seem to be getting a, a you know much much bigger investment um from a government perspective and I, and I think probably you know from from private organizations as well
1: yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. So huh, yes. interesting. It's one way
0: yeah. of putting it. <laughs> yeah,
1: let, let's let's hope it stays in the cybers and doesn't get into kinetics. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, what what yeah, what do you what do you think uh you know we've got ahead for uh, for twenty twenty two, Stephen?
1: Yeah, so so what I saw over over twenty twenty one was you, know, you you've got companies and cyber sort of security and technology spending tens and tens of billions of dollars to try and keep the bad guys out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mo- mostly a lot of organisations were trying to defend against ransomware and, and, the, and the likes. And that's where all of these tens of billions of dollars basically is going in to, to stop the ransomware type vector. Mm-hmm. Um, but what started happening through 21 was um, a, lo- a lot of the, you know, the more sophisticated actors started to figure out that... Um, the software supply chain was vulnerable and and we saw uh, probably a good 10 15 20 uh, different sort of news stories that broke around this you know one of them was SolarWinds, which broke in the uh, you know the christmas sort of 21 and then we had the log4j that uh, broke in the uh, christmas 22 but before that uh, between those two there was about a about a dozen or so really significant um Events and incidents that occurred, mm. and what's happening is um, effectively software developers building stuff uh, rely on their pipelines, and these pipelines rely on open source technology. And the bad guys have now realised basically that they can actually modify this open source technology, get in there and, and mess and then things up pretty bad. mess things up, and control um, what actually gets pushed out. Into and distributed into on a widespread basis into enterprises and into tens of thousands of businesses all over the world. Yeah. Um, so that that is is kind of what's what's in store for 2022. Um, so what I'm talking about at the uh, cyber resilience conference is is how how you can go about protecting your business, protecting your government agency uh, by enabling software developers to actually take a lot more proactive. Uh, route to to solving solving the problem of vulnerabilities in the supply chain, um, and we're hoping that that's going to be able to you know move the needle basically to protect New Zealand businesses from the, these types of cyber threats.
0: It's great uh, because yeah, it's it's a it's a increasing issue and it it needs to be addressed yeah. pretty swiftly I think so um, yeah. yeah I'll look look forward to. Um, to that so that's fantastic um well thanks for joining us on the show anything else you wanted to add before we before we wrap up
1: oh if if people want to sort of connect with me online always always happy to do that you can find me at stephen p s-t-e-p-h-e-n p -P. um you'll find me on linkedin and it's probably the easiest way to engage yeah
0: yeah oh that's that's great well thanks everyone for listening in to the new zealand tech podcast uh we'll look look forward to Uh, Catching you again on the next episode. Uh, We should be back for next week. All right. Thank you. Catch you later. New Zealand Tech Podcast, the voice of the tech community. Proudly supported by Umbrella Connect.